Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So James, we've done most of our reviews. Brings us to the last film of the London Film Festival, which is Glass Onion, mm. A Knives Out Tale. Some people refer to it Knives Out too. I might refer to that some a little bit, but anyway. Um, so some context about Glass Onion, which had the biggest queue, like I said before. I was just about thing. to ask Everyone was so keen and so pumped for it. But even it's, when I went to Banshees, for example, somebody was like, oh yeah, on Sunday, it's gonna, we're going to get here really early because like Glass Onion, it's going to be really busy. I was like, okay, cool. Go on. Good nice question. No, well, it's like, well, that's interesting because in my eyes, it's a big Netflix film, like studio film, but it doesn't to me scream like big award season no, buzz. But, Oscar but Oscar I think it's, I think it's, a, it's a popular film. But yes. Nice Out was incredibly popular. I mean, a lot of people really liked that, right? Commercially, I think, not and, that we know, but like for Netflix, I think yeah. it did very well. Well, it wasn't a Netflix. Knives Out One wasn't a Netflix film. Oh, but it was on Netflix. Maybe now, but when it was released, as a, it wasn't a night. No, no, no. It, it oh. no, no, no. It wasn't released. Oh, okay. as a mind then. Anyway, anyway, I digress. So glass onion. So I'm, so I'm going to go see this. So it's busy, packed crowd. I think the thing is to say is that um, uh, I was, I, I was, I think I was a little cooler on Knives Out than most of the people I know are. Yeah. Right. Most people loved it or really, really enjoyed it. Got a lot out of it. <laughs> I like Knives Out one. Don't get me wrong. And it's. Great cast. I like Ryan Johnson. I, I really like Looper, even though we had a comment on one of our YouTube videos that where somebody was like, oh, Looper wasn't a very good premise or whatever. I was like, I, I personally really like that premise. Film. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. Anyway, um, Knives Out 1 didn't work for me because, you know, it's all, it's all about who done it. And I get it. Ryan Johnson wants to be subversive. But what essentially happens in, in Knives Out is that within, in the first 30 minutes, he, he shows you what happens. And I know that's not what happens happens. Yeah. But he is, for all intents and purposes, it's what happens and it renders the entire cast they've assembled of all these famous people out of the picture. And, and, and it makes the dramatic threat completely inert so that for the next hour, I just felt like I was just watching stuff happen. And it's only until the last 20 minutes that it goes, ah, bah, 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 bah. actually though, it was this thing. And you go, right, that's fine. But for the most part of this film, it didn't give me that whodunit sense of, oh, mystery. Okay. I was just thinking, oh, so it's actually more about whether Anna de Armas can stay out of trouble for something she might have accidentally done, right? Yeah, okay. And like I said, that was a shame because they had a huge cast there. And, and I watched it with my girlfriend and she got to the end and she was like, I never ever... Knives Out 1. Knives Out 1. I never ever suspected any of those people as being uh, suspects. I never, that, and, and I was like, that's a problem. You're meant to... Those, it's meant to be misdirection. And, and I felt like they were just sort of background to the whole story, which is a shame. However good Anna de Armas is in that film. But whatever, fine. I've tried, and I've watched Knives Out twice, okay? I've tried to give it a good run. Yeah. So going into Knives Out to Glass Onion. And which they, 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 I know that Netflix commissioned three of, three more of these, didn't they? Oh, really? Did they? Yeah. Okay. Could well, be two more, but I think they want three more Daniel Craig fronting Knives Out films. Okay. Well, so we have Glass Onion. And um, when we went to see it, by the way, of all the screens we went to, it was the one where there were loads of ushers and everyone was saying, phones off in the screening, please. Phones off in the screening. Please put your phones away. I was like, Netflix are really on it. Uh, this clearly film means a lot to them. They've got a lot of money on it. That's fine. No spoilers. And the lights went down and some guy actually came on stage, which doesn't happen at these press screenings. Usually they just begin. Yeah. 
And the guy says, hi, everyone. We just wanted to say, hope you enjoy the film. But just remember that um, there are loads of surprises in this film, more than just who dies and who did it, okay? Everyone deserves a premium, first, organic viewing experience. And we want to preserve that as much as possible. So please, in your reviews and discussions, please do not give away anything that comes out of this film. So who did it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which I agree with. And don't worry, I will not be spoiling now. But that was just an interesting bit of context. So... Uh, the film begins. So, glass onion, James. Knives out too. <laughs> I had an absolute blast. Oh, I great! Absolutely loved it. What I, a great little time. I know. For you. I know. What a what a, what a twist. <laughs> so, glass onion. Let's just give the, the story. It is, um, and I'm going to tell this very, very vaguely and very broadly, just so because I really don't want to reveal so much. The guy. What I will say is that guy is absolutely right. Yeah. Full of surprises. Full of delights. Um, Ryan Johnson is back directing. Ryan, Ryan Johnson, it's his property. It's his, yeah. ri- written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Nice. Um, Daniel Craig returns as Benoit Blanc, the uh, Southern... Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc, the uh, oh, Southern... Oh, there was going yes, everywhere. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn, uh, cigar-chomping detective, private detective, um, who uh, features in this film alongside a cast that includes Edward Norton, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., um, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, thank you. Dave Batista. Um, and that group of people um, are brought together in a in in Greece for this um, warm uh, weekend away. And um, you know, it's a knives out film, so you're going to get a little bit of murder and a little bit of mystery. And Benoit Blanc is on the case. I'm not going to tell you anything more than that about what happens is. But what I will say is, is that Knives Out 2... I've got to stop calling it that. It's just called Glass Onion, actually. Okay. It's Glass Onion. Glass Onion is fun. It is funny. It is so completely aware of its own preposterous silliness. But it also delivers the requisite amount of twists and turns that a good mystery requires. I laughed more than six times in this film. And, you know, I, like we were talking about laughing with Empire of Light. I'm, I'm a bit of a rest and laugh. laugh. I, will, I, will, I, will, I will chuckle. I will titter. But by the end, I was really laughing out loud. Oh, there, that's great. There are good, clever jokes in this, and there are good, dumb jokes in this, which yeah. I really like. Both skill involved for both. Um, there, there is so much visual style uh, on display as well that is really witty. So the camera will do things that is it's playful. That is the way I would describe Glass glass Onion, actually. Uh, It is so playful. Ryan Johnson is trying so, in so many ways to give you a good time. And I really appreciated that. And and it absolutely works. You've also got the style of these characters. Like Knives Out, the, the first Knives Out, it deals with the super rich, the wealthy. And there is a slight socio-political, socio-economic uh, commentary on the underneath yeah. it. Good. I was like, this is this brand I'm, I'm getting into. This is the Knives Out brand. Benoit Blanc is drummed into a bunch of rich people and meant to solve the case. Cue stylish clothing, cute, wonderful things. Um, yeah, incredibly playful. I would say that if the the first Knives Out was meant very much about like a whodunit, like a very novelesque, you know, it was about a novel writer. It was felt like a paperback thriller. It was a comment on like, Agatha Christie and stuff. This, I think, is much more like a comment on uh, a puzzle game or uh, uh, like Clue or Cluedo, as we would say, or, um, and, and operates in that. There is many more um, magic trick box elements, surprising twists and turns, uh, uh, contrived complexity to Glass Onion than I would say the first Knives Out. 
Um, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, I, I was I was thinking today, um, and I was chuckling to myself about one particular joke in it that I was like, that was so good, and it was so great seeing it in a cinema with people because you know remember this is a Netflix film, so most people are going to watch this at home, hearing everyone laugh and guffaw mm. and really go with it, and not in the. Is it getting? <laughs> I found it so funny. Is but, it getting a limited cinema release? I imagine it will do. This isn't coming out until Christmas, but um, do I you had, think it's worth seeing on the big screen if you can. I think or so. Do you think it's just as fun on the screen? It's hard for me to say. I would, yeah. I, I would say just, just watch it and go with it. Just if you're going to watch it home over the Christmas period, make sure it's home. Oh, it's not, off. Don't distract yourself. Yeah, don't watch it after Christmas dinner when your nan's reading a like crossword or something and keeps <laughs> yeah. interrupting people. Um, I was, I, you know, like I said, I was not part of the Knives Out camp, yeah. and I, I had a really, really good time. It's not that. There. Oh, Janelle Monae is also the uh, also. Oh in yeah. Um, it sounds like of all the films you've spoken about in this these two episodes, you've been the most glowing about well, this one. It's probably subverted your expectations the most. Probably subverted my expectations. Also, like The Whale is very good. Yeah. It's not a lot of fun. Sure, yeah. Glassonian is a lot fun of fun. Yeah. I don't think Glassonian is going to win an Oscar. No. <laughs> no, there's no like career comeback. But your eyes emotional redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Daniel Craig's really had a rough time. I, th- I think Daniel Craig's wonderful in it. There, like, there are so many charming little elements to it. I, I just can't wait for people to see this. I just, you know, I don't want. Just be careful when this film comes out, what you read and what you see, because I think if any one of those things would have been ruined for me, it really would have diminished it. It, it was so raw and fresh to me. Like, and I've tried not to describe any much more of it. I haven't even told you like the premise of the plot or anything. It's just... I remember seeing a junket and I think it had like eight cast members in it, and, you know, an interviewer. And I remember not really... They couldn't say much about the film for obvious reasons, but what I do remember is all of those cast members talking in a very excited way about the film like they were all really into it really in love with the script and were like genuinely excited to have other people see it and i thought oh like they're really into it hopefully that means something i'm glad to like hear it definitely does so i i came out thinking this is an uh, original film not based on uh, not so rare these days you know it's not it's not based on pre-existing ip i know it's a sequel but come on it's not yeah yeah it's a new thing um made by a director who's just allowed to do what he wants to do, that is so well executed. And Netflix have thrown a lot of money at this, and it, I, I think it's thoroughly paid off. I think it's a great time. I think I think people are going to have a great fun. If you like the first Knives Out, I really think you'll like this. I think it's better. I think it's so much more fun. Uh, um, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> people might uh, prefer the first one. I don't care. I loved it. I loved it. Amazing. Yeah. So now we've sort of talked about yeah. all our london film festival films. i've only seen one yeah <laughs> rank the top five no i like, well, like round up like how do you feel about this run of films obviously it's not all the films that are going to be coming yeah, out so the there, there are a couple of big ones that i missed um the sun uh the wonder guillermo del toro's pinocchio tar? Tar tar, tar yeah. she said was uh, um, yeah, yeah. so there are there are many big ones that i missed um i, I still think it's a good year um i uh, we said the other day we think it's a good year film yeah, I mean, we still haven't had things there. Had the the Fablemans isn't in there. Uh, I yeah. don't know if that Scorsese picture is coming out anytime soon, but, you know, Killers of the Flower. Yeah. Um, I, I just, for me, the highlights are Glass Sonium was an absolute uh, whale of a good time. No, Fun. absolute yeah. great, great blast. The Whale equally, but for completely different reasons, is very powerful and very removing and, you know, Something that really needs to be seen to be understood and believed and yeah. commented on. Probably um, deserves a really good spoiler chat with yeah. our audience impressions and um, all that. Living, it was like this much quieter, much smaller film compared to these big ones, but I found very charming and I had a real soft spot for. Banshees of Inner Sharon, yeah, interesting, fine. Um, a bit up and down, but like 
all, all the way there. Just the main disappointment was Empire of Light, I have to say. Um, but I, 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 I can't wait for you to watch. And White Sonya. Noise I enjoyed, but I feel a little bit mixed on right. how structured yeah. it is. That's all I saw. But you know what? In a way, just think about um, Glass Onion. It's like, I, I, I want to go, I want to talk to you about it, but I don't want to, I almost don't want to rewatch it because yeah. I, I worry that rewatching it on Netflix won't have the same reaction or watching it in a cinema or something will ruin it for me. But yeah. like, man, I, um, yeah, you'll, you don't, guys, you can relax. You're in safe hands. Well, there you go, guys. I hope you enjoyed our London Film Festival roundup. We did our best to see as many as we could and yes. give you uh, previewed impressions. But as always, we said it a thousand times, when you guys see these films, please do write in because we'd love to just maybe, once I see them or once they start coming out, we want to just keep talking about them, whether or not you think any of these films will be nominated. If you think Brendan Fraser is going to win the best actor, whether or not you hate Glass Onion, please just let us know. Um, Glass Onion is released on the 25th of November. Oh, okay, so early so, so actually quite soon, uh, next fine. month. But um, like I said, don't read anything more about it. This is the nice. only place you need to come. <laughs> yeah. But like, don't read anything more about it. Just go watch it. Love it. <laughs>